Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello, and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Lauren Davis, training manager of the service dog program at the Southeastern Guide Dogs in Palmetto, Florida. Southeastern Guide Dogs is one of the most respected suppliers of guide dogs for the blind in the world. They also have a lesser-known program that provides service dogs to military veterans, which they do at no charge to the veteran. You'll hear what these canine buddies bring to the relationship with their veteran, discover how veterans qualify for this service, and so much more. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And with us today, I have a great guest. There's a lady who is working with dogs. She has a job that's taken her to the dogs, which is really one of the best places to go. She's with the Southeastern Guide Dogs, and she is the training manager for the veterans programs there. Please welcome Lauren Davis. Lauren, what a good thing to have you on the program. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about Southeastern Guide Dogs. I know it well, and and I've been down there to your property a number of times, which is a great place to come and visit. It's really something to see. Definitely. It's a beautiful 33-acre campus. So Southeastern Guide Dogs started in 1982 as a guide dog school. The service dog program, which services veterans, started in 2011. So we're about 10 years old now at this point. And we're based in Palmetto, Florida. There is a difference between a guide dog and a service dog, correct? There is. They're all considered under the umbrella of assistance dogs. So they have access rights through um, the ADA laws so they can go into public places. But for us, guide dogs are for those that aren't visually impaired. So the dogs help them get around and move around in the world. And then service dogs for us are, are only for veterans. So that's for PTSD assistance, mobility assistance. We work with some TBI, that kind of thing. How is the organization funded? We are a nonprofit, so we're all donation-based. We're really lucky that we have a, a really strong support system here in Florida and around the United States. If a veteran wants a dog, what does it cost them for getting the dog and the training and everything that goes into taking care of that dog? It is 100% free. So if really? you want, it is. So if you want a service dog, you apply. You go to our website, which is guidedogs.org. And there's an application process. Once your application is submitted, then we do a phone interview and an in-home interview. And once you're accepted, then the dog is provided to you for free. And we also have a really strong alumni support system. We're sponsored by From Dog Foods. So all of our graduates get free dog food, a bag once a month. Really? Um, They do. And they also get their 
monthly medication. So Trifexis, which is a heartworm and flea medication, that's for free once a month. Their yearly vet visit is free. So we have a lot of support for our veterans and for our visually impaired clients that we work with. That's amazing. If someone, and I usually don't put my hand out to my guests on the radio here, but if they wanted to support you, what would they do? The best way you could do that is just donate. If you want to donate a large amount of money, you could name a puppy. That's about a $5,000 donation if you wanted to do that. But really, it's you can donate money. You can spread the word about us just by telling other veterans that we're an option for them is huge. I mean, that's our purpose is to help veterans get back into the world and feel more comfortable in their environment. And, you know, we're here to support them. So if you have somebody that could use a service dog, have them reach out to us. What are some of the things that a service dog will do? Most of us understand with the guide dog, what they do for the blind, but what do service dogs do? So our service dogs are trained several different tasks to help mitigate specifically PTSD, since that seems to be the disorder that we work with the most. So our dogs are trained lots of anxiety mitigating behaviors and deep pressure therapy. So those are, we call them hugs. So the dog sits in your lap, gives you a little bit of of pressure to kind of remind you where you're at. You have a body. Let me think what else we have. We have another behavior that's called approach, which is just where the dog stands in front of you. So you, if you feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're in a conversation with somebody, your dog gives you a little bit of a buffer between you and that person. So it, it helps you feel more comfortable to be in public just because you have your buddy there in front of you. I never thought of that. Having that, just that little shield there. It is. It's a natural thing for you. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you tend to take a step back. And the purpose of that behavior for our dogs is so that you don't feel like you need to step back and disconnect. That's wonderful because that allows people to socialize more. It does. And that's that's our purpose. We want everybody to be able to get back into public and feel like they're comfortable again. You know, they, they have their battle buddy. They have somebody who's there that's looking out for them. That seems to be the biggest feedback that we get from our veterans is that loss of camaraderie when you come back from being in service and, and missing that part of it. And when you have a service dog, it is your dog. So even if you have kids and a wife or a husband and, and family that's around, this dog only responds to you. And I think that's a huge thing for our veterans. They have a best friend. That really does make a big difference in order to have somebody that you can count on. And a dog is just that. I've always loved my dogs. They've been part of the family whenever I've had a dog. Yes, dogs are amazing. We have so many dogs in our program that have created really strong bonds with their uh, veterans to the point where they can start to predict when they're having migraines. So the dog will go and retrieve the medication before the veteran has their migraine. We have some dogs that will tell you when you're getting anxious so that the veteran knows to leave that situation. Dogs are amazing. They start to read into their person. One of the people that we have in a veterans group was saying that his particular dog, and he just loves that animal, and it's getting older, and he's just scared to death he's going to lose it. But what he was saying was that he has a diabetic problem, and the dog senses that he's going to need insulin or that he needs to do something. Yes. So we don't train for that at Southeastern, but there are some schools that train diabetic alert dogs and they do that through um, the scent of glucose as your glucose drops or, or raises. That's what the dog is scenting. Now you're starting in the next week or so, and you do this on a regular basis, but you're starting a class that will be something where the veteran will come in 
and actually work with the dog and become paired up. Is that correct? Yes. Class is 12 days in a row where the veterans come and stay on campus. We have a beautiful campus and it's basically like a hotel. It's They're beautiful, well-furnished rooms. So you stay here for 12 days as you get to learn your new dog. You start your bond and we teach you the different cues and skills that the dog has learned. And it's a class environment. So starting Sunday, we have six veterans that are coming in. So we try and keep it really community-based and you learn off of each other and we try and keep it as fun as possible. It's, it is stressful because we do push your limits a little bit. You know, we try and get you out in public so that we can show you the assistance that the dog can give you while in public. And then when you go home, you can say, oh, you know what? I went to the grocery store and I spent 10 minutes in there with my dog. So I can do that here. I can go and do five minutes in the grocery store. I can do one minute in the grocery store. Just getting yourself back out there. Class is the first step for that. I assume that probably people build up some friendships in these classes also with other vets who are in the class. Yes, that's actually one of my favorite parts. Usually each class ends up making their own Facebook group page and they keep on in track with each other. We had a class in December and they still have a group chat. They text each other all the time. We have a local group here in Palmetto that meets once a month, or at least they did pre-COVID. So that's one of my favorite parts about classes is the networking that can happen. Now, there is no charge for them to come in for this class. I know I reiterate this business of fees, but so many places say we help veterans, but they end up charging them for so many things. This class is free? It is 100% free. The biggest thing is obviously the cost to get to Florida. But once you're here, All of your meals are provided for you, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we have amazing cooks here on campus. I can't say that enough. They they spoil us rotten. (laughs) I gain at least five pounds per class. You know, everything is taken care of. There's a TV in your room. There's internet. You can do whatever you want as far as, you know, your relaxing time. And then you just get to hang out and play with your dog. It's a really great time to disconnect while you're bonding with your dog. And then when you go back to your home, you have a little bit of a better understanding of what to expect. Do you take them off property during this period of time to stores and other places? Yes. So for the first couple of days, we stay on campus so that you can get a really good understanding of your dog, start that bond. And then we go out to several locations. We go to Target. We go to the University Town Center Mall, which is a two-level mall in Sarasota. We go there twice. So we go there once just so they can walk around and get kind of acclimated to the mall. And then the second time we have volunteers that are there to act as strangers so they can (laughs) ask questions because that's something we work through with our veterans is what do you say when somebody approaches you because you have a dog, people are going to talk to you. We go to restaurants, trying to think where else we go. We go to grocery stores. We go to an outdoor park. We try and go places where people are going to go all the time. Do you have very many female veterans that come in for dogs? Not a lot. The majority is male, but we're getting more females. And usually with females, we try and make sure we have at least two in each class just to keep everybody comfortable. But the trainers were all female, so that's helpful. (laughs) But the majority of our students are males. You know, it's interesting to me that living here very close to your facility, I see quite often people walking around with very young dogs with a little brew apron on them that says puppy in training or something of that nature. You do have people that volunteer for you to do this, correct? 
We do. We have puppy raisers and they are the real superheroes of uh, Southeastern. So they have these puppies from about 14 weeks to about 16 months old. So they raise these puppies, start the foundations for us of all the basic skills. So sit down, stand, stay, all that kind of stuff that you, you teach your normal pet at home. And they teach them house manners and their name. And they put a lot of love and time into these dogs. And then they bring them to what we call college. So formal training to become a service dog or a guide dog. You know, it's all volunteer for them. And it's it's a an act of love. And we really appreciate them. Do you folks have any idea what it does to a neighborhood when one of those puppies leaves? I, I'm not I, joking. I, we had one next door and that puppy left. And it left a hole in their entire street that that little puppy was gone. Yeah, I believe it. It out and came back. So we got it. We say career transfer. <laughs> but that's why we call them potato chips. So we have a lot of raisers that raise over and over and over again. So they'll drop off their freshman dog for their college orientation. And then as they're dropping off that dog, they pick up a puppy so that they can fill in that hole again. So they start the process all over again. I honestly don't know how one does that, but I'm sure glad there are people like that to do it. We couldn't do it without them. That's the truth. Lauren, I'm almost at the end here, and I have Lauren Davis with me, training manager for Southeast Guide Dogs for Veterans. Is there something I haven't asked you that you just want to get out? I mean, I feel like we've covered the the basics really well. I just want to encourage anybody, if they're thinking about applying for a service dog, please just reach out to us. We're very happy to talk to you. If you want to talk to other veterans that have gotten dogs in the past to see their pluses and minuses to the experience, we can definitely connect you to a couple other veterans, some graduates that have had their dogs and can give you that advice, but definitely go on Southeastern's website, which is guidedogs.org and you can apply for a service dog, which is free. And then you will contact them. Do they have to come through the VA or anything like that? You are going to have to have a mental health provider give us some of your information because that's part of our vetting or our application process. But you don't have to go through the VA if you have a mental health provider that's outside of the VA. Well, Lauren Davis, thank you for being on the program with me. I think Southeast Guide Dogs is a fabulous organization and especially giving these dogs to the veterans because I've met several with your dogs and they lead a whole different life they did before they got the dog. It's my pleasure. I love my job. I have the best job in the world. I get to play with dogs and I get to change lives. So what's better? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being with us on Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.